Welcome to the Redeeming Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Simmons, and I'm joined today by my co-host and lead pastor of Redeemer Church, Shannon Collins. Hello, Shannon. Hello, Matt. How are you doing today? I'm well. Good. Great to be here with you again. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about a recent trip that you took along with Justin, our other co-host. Justin, how are you today? I'm great, Matt. Thanks. Great. So you guys went to South Africa recently with a ministry called Latitude GLC, which we're going to do another episode about. So if you are listening to this podcast, look around in the other episodes and you'll find one on Latitude GLC. It's going to be a chance for you to get to know the ministry that we support financially at Redeemer Church and get to know its founder, Keith West, who is also one of the elders here. So look for that episode if you haven't heard it already. Uh, lots of really good stuff there. Get to know where your money's going, where the church's money's going to support this. So Justin, let me ask you first, how did, how did you first get involved with Latitude? Yeah, so I, when we first started looking for a church, uh, we started attending Redeemer and uh, was looking for opportunities to serve. I met with Shannon and saw a lot of opportunity to help out with uh, media, video. Um, I'm a, a, my profession is a video producer and editor, so I was looking for ways that I could uh, participate and help uh, the church. And he mentioned that the Keith attended the church and that he had this ministry latitude that at the time used a lot of video curriculum and was looking for someone to kind of film things. And so that's kind of started the uh, uh, relationship there that I had with both Redeemer and, yeah, nice. and Latitude. Yeah. And Justin, you've done a lot of media stuff for Redeemer Church as well. So that was a real smooth transition for you. So how many times have you been out into the mission field with Latitude sent from Redeemer? Yeah. So, um, so from Redeemer about three, this is my third time going, uh, and, and primarily I play the role of, you know, documenting everything, uh, photos, video, telling the story about what's going on with interns yeah. there. And you, you took your son with you, right? On one of these trips. Yeah. Last year, um, it was, uh, 2021, uh, went to, uh, uh, what a year. <laughs> yeah. What a year. Yeah. He went with me. Uh, he was 14 at the time wow. and, uh, yeah, it was an a, a eye opener for him and, uh, just a great experience for him to see what was going on down there in yeah. a different culture. Absolutely love that. Getting, getting your kid involved in missions early in life, seeing that, seeing how that works, seeing what the Lord's doing. That's great. I love that. Shana, what about you? How'd you get involved with latitude? I know you, so you've known Keith for a long time, right? Yes. <laughs> before before I tell you how I got involved in Latitude, I also need to make you aware of the fact that Justin and his son Wesley are, along with me, inaugural card-carrying members of the Backseat Boys. The Backseat Boys. Yes, yes. So oh, yeah. uh, we rode in the back of the van last year in 2021 all around South Africa uh, on very bumpy roads with very poor suspension. And so we were bouncing up and down everywhere. And so, yeah, we had, we had lots of fun in the back seat back there. So the back seats faced each other. And oh, so we were looking at each other the whole time, um, which is why Justin won't look at me anymore whenever I preach. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the back seat boys. The back seat boys. It was, it was a fun time. Nice. Yeah. Now, I've known Keith for a very long time. Um, I served with him in, on the pastoral staff of another local church in our community. Uh, starting around 2002, and I served on staff at that church until 2014. Keith was there about a year uh, longer than I was when he stepped off to start Latitude. And upon the launch of Latitude, I told him that we would love as a church body to be a supporter of his 
so we came alongside, began to fu- help fund Latitude financially. He invited me to be a part of the teaching team. And so uh, I did live trainings here in the States with him. I've traveled with him now. This is my fifth time to South Africa uh, to teach and train over there, connect with pastors and local churches, uh, the interns. Uh, that they've been investing in as well. Um, and then a couple of years ago, he asked me if I'd be willing to come on to the the governing board of Latitude as well. So I've been serving in that capacity too. Yeah, so you're on the board now as well. So yes. you're, you're a missionary when you're acting in that role, going with them, but you also sit on the board. So you're involved throughout the year, really helping process and make decisions for the ministry. That's correct. Yeah, and Justin, you, are you... I know that you're involved. You've done some other stuff with them too. Like you don't just go film in the mission field. You've done some stuff, some recordings back here. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Um, all video related, uh, communication or interviews, um, the live stream event that they have every year, uh, before COVID they would have a live event in person, uh, where basically Keith would give updates, bring folks in to talk about latitude. Um, so after COVID we had to pivot right to live stream. So now we basically collect video clips from South Africa or other places in the world. And I compile that and, and basically record here and there all over the place just to tell that story about what's been going on in the last year for latitude. That's great. So Keith actually invited Abby and I years ago. Uh, he was not an elder. I don't even think he's a member yet at Redeemer church. Uh, but we had met somehow and they invited us to their annual like update and fundraising dinner. We kind of like, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll go check it out. And through watching some of these updates stuff and listening to the presentation that night, fell in love with the ministry, immediately got behind it. We're ready to support financially. And so we just loved seeing what it's, what it's doing. And so check out that other podcast. Cause we're going to go into much more depth on the history of latitude and Keith's heart and calling for this. And it's, we're talking about South Africa here, right? But it's not just South Africa. That's kind of the starting point. Keith's been traveling the globe, meeting with people, establishing relationships to grow. And, and so it's just exciting to see a young ministry like this that the, that the Lord is starting to use in really cool ways. And uh, we get to be a part of it. So it's a lot of fun to see that. So speaking of multimedia in the video, I just watched a video that went out to all of us about the trip that you guys just recently came back from at the end of last year. Tell us about the trip, Shannon. When did you go? What did you do? So yeah, in November 2022, we took a trip, uh, our annual trip over to South Africa. Uh, we spent time uh, in uh, two local churches there, um, Home Ground Church in Durban, South Africa, and Norwegian Settlers Church in Port Shepston, South Africa. Those Both of those churches have been partners with Latitude uh, for a number of years, and both of them have internship programs inside of the local church uh, where the interns are able to uh, serve in the church, serve in the community, be invested in by mature spiritual leaders, mentored and discipled, uh, and then launched out uh, after their year of internship there into all domains and facets of society. Some are doing real estate now, some are in education, some are working in factories, and some are in ministry. And so um, but we got a chance to spend time in both of those churches. We met with both of the pastor or the pastors and leadership teams of those churches. Uh, we carved out time as we have done the last several years to, to, to conduct a retreat with both groups of interns where we did teaching and equipping uh, and just got the ch- a chance to sit and hear their stories, the stories of life change and transformation of the things that the Lord has done in their life over the course uh, of the, the that 10-month period in which they were intentional about developing 
their discipleship and their leadership. And then it's also interesting to hear how, what the Lord has done in their past, uh, what, what he's done to lead them to the place they were today, and then also what they sense God pulling them toward in the future as they think about what they will give their lives to post-studies or as, a, as an emerging adult, essentially. And so we do conduct graduations while we're there, commencements where we recognize each intern. Uh, we, we give them a gift, a leather-bound study Bible with their name inscribed on it um, for those first-year interns, second-year interns, typically those who do come back for a second year, which are much, uh, there's far fewer of those than there are first years. Uh, but they give a, another book on leadership. Uh, and so we just want to make sure what we're doing is is providing them resources to continue to grow as a follower of Jesus and then also grow and expand their capacity for leadership post the internship process. Yeah. And so putting some good resources in their hands. That's good. And if you think about kind of what the church, like evangelical American church is looking at right now is it's kind of a widespread failure of the church to do discipleship well which is what I really love about this curriculum and this program that Keith's put together with Latitude is it's giving the church, the local church in these places, a tool, a format, uh, a medium to do discipleship better and to equip these people in a holistic way. Uh, you know, like, like right now, if you go to a random church in America, it'll probably be discipleship. What's that look like here? Oh, we, we, we just send you to this small group and that's discipleship. It's happening. I'm sure it's happening. Well, it may not be. The local church really is the primary context for discipleship. And these programs are discipling these believers, young believers, in some cases, unbelievers, becoming believers into mature, uh, critical thinking, apologetic, uh, equipped now to lead believers. And so I just love that. And so even our youth is even using some of this curriculum mm-hmm. here, in, here in fate, which is awesome. I love that. I love that. So Justin, let me switch to you real quick. So what, what does your role look like on this trip? You know, we saw the video, so I'm assuming you, you made that video. Is that right? <laughs> I am there at every, every bit of it, basically trying to haul around a bunch of equipment to <laughs> film this, uh, take pictures. We have any pictures Come. of you in the airport with all of your equipment? Oh, I'm, <laughs> I, <laughs> there's plenty of pictures taken. <laughs> I'm sure it's floating around. Um, so yeah, basically, you know, being there recording everything I possibly can from uh, different types of cameras. We used a 360 camera this year. Uh, we used a drone to try to tell the story of, you know, what does it visually look like, you know, in the surroundings. Um, but yeah, I, I would sit down with several of the interns and uh, really document, ask them questions, interview, you know, what's going on with them, how the Lord has changed them you know, through this, uh, this yeah. program. Yeah. If, if you go to the latitude website, you can see this video that, that just recently went out and there's, I actually teared up at one point hearing the testimony or the feedback really from the one participant that Shannon, you were sitting with, uh, kind of interviewing and talking about the program. And I, I just loved it. Uh, and so, so Shannon, so that was Justin's kind of primary role. That's what you do. And it's so important to, to document, but Shannon, so you're, you're teaching when you're there. Is that right? Is that your primary role when you go into the field with Latitude? Yeah, I do a good, a good bit of teaching and training uh, and then also networking with the other pastors, talking about the development of the program going into the future alongside of Keith. Um, and then just getting to know the students, those yeah. young adults who've been a part of it, hearing their stories sure. and uh, connecting with them. So you've seen this firsthand, this curriculum, this program in the field. Do you think it could be as successful in other countries, in other parts of the world? 
I do. I do. I, I, obviously, it's contextualized to some degree. Um, it has to be in every different culture. Sure. Um, but I do believe that it would have impact not only in South Africa, but also in the States, in Europe, Asia, uh, across the globe. Yeah. And we're, we're praying to that end as well. You know, things don't happen overnight. There's infrastructure that has to be in place and and fundraising, and I'm sure Keith can talk about that more. But yeah, uh, and then there's, you got to have church partners on the ground, absolutely, um, who believe in the vision of developing the next generation of leaders, yeah. as well, and are willing to put time and energy yeah. and some of their own skin in the game to be able to make that a reality. Yeah, for sure. So let me ask you guys what what led you to go to South Africa with Latitude GLC? Did Keith just say, "Hey, y'all, come with me," or did? Do you feel some sort of a calling? What uh, I want to hear, what, what led you to go? Well, uh, basically, <clears throat> from my perspective, uh, the Lord would just opened up every single door. It, yeah. it just made sense. Like Amen. I was already traveling for work to film in South Africa. I was, uh, I was used to that environment uh, of, of traveling with equipment, uh, filming for Redeemer. You know, so it made sense logistically for me, um, and. And then I went to the same meeting you're talking about, Matt, with uh, that Keith had. There was a, a live event and heard the stories from a couple of the directors that were there. And yeah, immediately I knew this this is what I needed to be involved in. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, the traveling to South Africa was it just was a, a, a no brainer for me. Yeah, it so, just made sense. Yeah. So for the listeners that maybe not know what you do or know you very well. Justin's all over the world, especially pre-COVID. It was like pictures of you in Japan and then you're floating around South America. You sent me a picture from Costa Rica drinking a, was it a Sprite? What was it? <laughs> I think, I don't know what that was. Uh, maybe Pepsi. Maybe <laughs> Pepsi. And I fired back a picture from Seattle and then, and then Shannon chimed in with a picture from your couch or your kitchen, I think. Oh, some I tap water. So, it was. Yes. <laughs> so traveling is, is nothing new to you and it was a natural fit for you. And we've talked about this in other episodes where, where God uses your talents, your giftings in line with your calling. And then he equips you for what he's called you to do. And I love that. That's exactly, I think what's happened with you. And so Absolutely. Shannon, what about you? How'd you, what made you go to South Africa with latitude? Yeah. So I had the opportunity back in 2017 to go, uh, for the first time. And, um, Keith had invited me to go prior to that, but I was going through, uh, leading the church through some major transition at the time. Didn't feel like it was the right time for me to step away, even for that 10-day window. Um, but the following year in 2017, um, I felt like the church was in a, a more stable place. And so I was able to go with him. Uh, the church helped uh, support that as well. Um, but he invited me basically to go to come and see, um, help develop partnerships and do some teaching. Um, I taught as a part of a student leadership conference there. Um, in 2017 and 2018 as well. And so the, the invite really was to, to be a, uh, essentially a traveling companion uh, and to do some teaching and training. Yeah, that's great. And that's kind of your job too as an elder at Redeemer as we, we look to send small teams of missionaries out into the world. You know, as an elder, you need to know where you're sending your people. And a part of that is going there yourself as kind of a, uh, a pathfinder, if you will. And so, mm. you know, as, as we begin to talk with our church and our members about missions and the importance of global missions and the importance of answering the calling to go out and make disciples, um, 
you've done that groundwork already. And so we're getting close. And so in the future, you know, we can expect to see more people coming out of Redeemer Church and going out into the mission field. And so that's really exciting. And it, it just lines right up with uh, what Latitude's about. So if you go to the website, I'm just going to read this to you guys real quick. It says they exist to inspire, disciple, encourage, and activate the next generation of spiritual leaders to advance the gospel and strengthen the global church. I think that's exactly what you're seeing. That's a good statement of of what Latitude is about and what they're doing and what we're seeing. It's actually happening. It's really exciting. So if you had to say there was a highlight of the trip, what was the highlight? Shannon. Yeah, so this is the fifth time that I've been to South Africa. And over the course of those uh, five trips, um, I've heard each time that I've been from some of the the native Zulu uh, culture uh, that there is a large degree of syncretism between the Christian faith and their traditional ancestral worship um, that involves a great deal of, of witchcraft. And so I've heard those stories told, but never actually seen some of it in action until this last trip that we went on. Um, and so I had a, a up-close and personal encounter with uh, principalities and powers uh, that we battle against that are not of flesh and blood and spiritual warfare, uh, the influence of witchcraft and witch doctors in the lives of those coming out of the native Zulu culture. And so through that experience, uh, which would take much longer than we have in this episode for me to recount, through that experience, it reminded me of the necessity of prayer uh, in the life of the disciple, but also in the life of a local church. Um, that, you know, Jesus does indeed say in the Gospels that there are some that you can't organize out and you can't structure out and you can't market out, but they only come out through prayer and fasting. Um, those That spiritual battle that we're fighting. And I think the church in America it woke me up uh, to encounter that because the church in America, though we may not see it manifest in the same way, those same powers of darkness that are at work on the continent of Africa are at work in the continent of North America as yeah. well. And so just a reminder of the reality of the spiritual battle that we are in and our dependence upon God to fight on our behalf and yeah. to, to come to Him in prayer and, and develop a deep life of prayer and dependence upon Him. Yeah, that's good. I've heard similar things from uh, friends who have gone into the mission field in India, experiencing things that they have never thought they could experience or see, and especially not here in America, but getting over there. Um, and I don't want to retell his story for him, but basically the same thing, some spiritual uh, warfare and some demonic things that are just alarming, eye-opening, uh, but also... The, to the end of his story. Maybe we'll bring him on here and talk to him at some point. He'd be a great guest. Um, the power of Christ being able to come in and restore mm. the things that he saw. Mm -hmm. uh, just amazing, amazing stories out of India specifically. Uh, so Justin, what about you? If, if you had to pick a highlight for the trip, what was your highlight? Yeah, I think every time I go, there's a different highlight and it's always unexpected. You know, you, you think you go into a trip like this and you've got it all figured out and then you leave and you're like, that had a different impact on me than I expected. Huh. Um, so specifically this last, uh, trip, I would have to say that, you know, uh, being able to see the entire picture, um, 
and see the involvement of the interns going through the program. And, and we see a lot of the graduation, right? So that's the end of their internship uh, for the year. And really being able to see that graduation ceremony and the impact that it's making on those interns uh, really, you know, just touches me every mm, year. Yeah. However, <clears throat> this year, I think that uh, what really stood out was to see the local church uh, and how they were supporting those interns, right? So like mm. you see elders at this, this graduation, you see parents, you see, you know, just members from the church that have poured into these uh, interns through the entire year. And these interns are up here, you know, talking about, you know, uh, I, you know, meeting with this person has really impacted my life. And you, you could just see it written all over the place that, yeah. you know, this, uh, this body really had, uh, you know, invested in these interns over and over financially with time, with, uh, just discipleship. And, you know, it really can, you know, it really convicts you, you know, when you see that you're like, oh man, they've got that figured out here, you know, wow. on a local church level. And, uh, you know, you're like, man, I just, I want to take that back and figure out how can we do that even better in, in the U S yeah. so that's amazing. I mean, how often do you get such a clear picture of the whole local church functioning as the church doing all their parts as the body of Christ, each part working to support one another in such a way? I mean, wow, that's, that's really cool. That's, that's rare too, to get a picture so clear like that and to see it and be able to articulate it. That's, that's beautiful. God's hope for the world, Christ's bride, the church. Yeah. And I think that, uh, Latitude plays a huge part into that, you know, they, they've come as a puzzle piece, right? And they yeah. just play in that part and it just fits in there exactly right. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely the Lord's hand at work there. Yeah, that's it's so exciting. Cool. That's so cool. Well, thanks for chatting with me about your trip today, guys. If you want to check out more, you can go to the Redeemer website or to the Latitude GLC website. And again, look for that other episode where we go more in depth with Latitude GLC and its founder, Keith West. And we'll see you there.